Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests, from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to the Black and Green podcast. I'm very excited today. We have a very new artisan with us, Marnay. Hi, Marnay. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? I'm good. Can you tell us the name of your brand? Definitely. It's Marnay's Body Shop. Okay, awesome. Can you tell us the background story of how you got started and what inspired you? Sure. Um, I started a few years ago. Um, honestly, I was making body butters for a family member that was having skin issues. And I did some research and found out that shea butter could work well with her skin. So what happened was I started making products for the family member and also for friends because they started requesting my peppermint body butter. They seemed to love it. So I made it for them. And then one day, uh, on my birthday, actually, January 1st, 2018, um, my sister was using body butter, but the container was, like, very small. <laughs> and she said she paid all this money for the body butter. And I said, well, I can make more for you for less. And so she said, okay, well, I want pineapple mango. I said, okay, I got you. And I made the pineapple mango and she loved it. And she said, you need to start a business. And literally, I made a decision to start my business legally, basically, in 2018. <laughs> That's so exciting that basically you found a need and you found a need that you can fix and you can meet. Um, so were you ever thinking about getting into the butter, butter, the body butter business or did it just kind of happen to you kind of? Is this a a journey you expected or was it completely new? So new. Um, I wanted to start a business a long time ago in my early 20s, but, you know, life happens. And so that dream kind of got put to the side. But when I was making the body butters, it's kind of like I fell into doing a business because um, I would have co-workers that would request it. And then they would say, hey, my jar is empty, sis. Can you fill it? (laughs) I need more body butter. And I was like, oh, you really like it? And they said, you need to charge. And so slowly I started to charge. I went on Etsy.com. You know, I said, oh, let me see if I could sell a couple. But it really was, I believe, 2018 when I realized, no, you, you can go into business. Okay, awesome. And so what's your big vision for your company as you're forming it and now it's formed and now it is a business? Kind of where do you want to see it go? Oh, wow. Um, One of my inspirations is Carol's Daughters. I love Lisa Price. And um, when I first started making Body Butters, I read her book. And um, I said, Dag, if I can do something like Carol's Daughters, that would be a dream. And um, I'm hoping in a few years that I can run my own company and that I can grow. And you could see me on QVC somewhere. (laughs) Do you still have your daytime nine to five job? Are you doing this like full 
time, kind of what, what, where are you at in your journey? <laughs> Ooh, child, yes, nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I still have a full-time job. Is it something that you like? Is that you want to always keep? Is it something that you want to hope to step away from? Kind of what's your idea of how you're going to balance a entrepreneurship and a job at the same time? Um, I would rather do my business. Okay. I love to create. That's my passion. And I always believe that you should work at something you love. And um, right now, the nine to five is helping me to fund the business that yeah. I have. Um, but yes, I would love to do this full time being Marnie's body shop. And I believe in the future it could possibly happen. Awesome. And what else when you say Marnay's body, body shop and not just Marnay's body butter? So kind of right. <laughs> so what, is the, what is the idea of all the different products you have? Kind of what's the thought that you're having? What's the big dream? Um, the dream is to be more holistic. Mm. Um, honestly, the whole purpose of creating the body butters was to give people products that weren't um, damaging to the skin. Mm-hmm. Once you find out the research of what's in certain name brands in the store, you, it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're wondering why your skin breaks out on you know different situations with your skin. And, and of course, it deals with what you're putting in your body. So I would like to address many things. That's why I created the body scrubs and the hair oil, uh, the beard bombs, the beard oils, because I didn't want to just handle uh, products with shea butter. I wanted to explore different things that you can be proud to put on your skin, your hair, Mm -hmm. on your body, and know that I'm not adding certain chemicals to it that can harm your skin. So really we're trying to grow on a holistic level. Got it. Got it. Yes. What's one of the biggest challenges you have faced so far? Mm, There's many. (laughs) Because you wear many hats as an entrepreneur. Yes. And um, uh, some of the challenges I would say, of course, financial, um, especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't certain what was going to happen to the business. Mm. The blessing is that people still wanted to purchase items. Um, so I always call it God winks because sometimes you're ready to give up and God will give you a wink to let mm-hmm. you know to keep mm-hmm. pressing. And when someone said, hey, you still making body butters? I know uh, we're dealing with a pandemic. <laughs> I said, you want a body butter? Oh, okay. So the business started to really grow during the pandemic. Mm. I was shocked. You know, I didn't expect that. Um, where other businesses might have suffered, we, I guess because we were, we were online already, people was like, well, we'll just order from you. And I said, no problem. Uh, other issues are, you know, you have to come out of yourself as an entrepreneur. Mm. And that's not easy. Um, especially I can be like face to face. I'm very social. But online, I'm an introvert. Mm. <laughs> so people will give you advice as an entrepreneur. And some are good. Some are bad. Some are useful. You know, and but make sure you're true to yourself 
and what works for you. And I struggled with that because I thought, oh, I need to be in your face every day, posting mm-hmm. 10 times <laughs> a day. And that's not my personality. Right. Um, I want to gently let you know I'm here. So being an entrepreneur, the struggles can be financial. It could be uh, personality because you're trying to find yourself as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and what works for you. Don't do what everybody else do. You have to be different. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. I like that being true to yourself. Um, yes. I think that's something that we all need to work on is being true to ourselves and really knowing who we are and what yes. we want and what advice should I take and what advice should I not take? Because some, right. sometimes advice is useful. Sometimes yes. it is not. And so you have to trust yourself to be able to tell the difference. Exactly. You have to trust yourself to be able to tell the difference. So tell us about your self-care routine. Kind of what are the things that you do to make sure you stay grounded and balanced? Mm, um, working out. <laughs> I... um notice that um, sometimes as an entrepreneur you get so busy mm-hmm. that you don't even take the time to take a walk yes. so I have incorporated exercise um, in my life this year because I was running around so much and I'm not I wasn't taking time for me mm, yes you know how it is you take care of home and everybody else but not yourself never yourself you always okay. i don't know why we always put ourselves at the end of our to-do list yes we're like the last <laughs> on our own list <laughs> it's like a, almost like it's a journey to, exactly. to put yourself first exactly i know for me it's something i still fight is that when i try to put myself first i feel guilty yes the guilt will kick in (laughs) oh what should i be doing oh this is not important oh i should do something for someone else it's a it's a battle with myself to put yes (laughs) i agree i battle with that a lot um you know especially with family but i won't be no good to them if I'm burnt out, you know, and I, and I know I can be much, um, a go-getter. And so sometimes when, which I like, cause I'm learning more of that about myself being an entrepreneur, you know, I was like, dang, I didn't know I was a go-getter like that. I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the grind culture, grind, grind, grind. But I was like, you need to sleep, sleep, sleep. Yeah. Um, so sleep is definitely a, a self-care tip, but exercise, try to de-stress. Um, I'm trying to do my own health journey, mm. um, especially if I want to be more into the holistic area of my life and my business. It has to coincide together, you know, yeah. um, but I do try to um, also burn candles Set the mood for yourself. Mm. Set the mood for yourself. That's a beautiful, like, I don't think people think about setting the mood for yourself. For yourself. I know we'll set the mood for our partner. (laughs) But sometimes just love on yourself. Set Mm. the mood for you. What do you like? Mm. What music do you like? Uh, Find a child within you. As a child, what did you love to do? Yes. You know, find that because the older you get, you lose it with all of the running around that you're doing. 
you kind of lose yourself. Yes, yes. And for me, I love to write, so I'm a writer. So I write as well. I journal. I write short stories. I try to find what made me so passionate to do what I'm doing, you know, to be, you know, in the beginning. Um, because sometimes with business, you get caught up with wearing so many hats, but then you almost lose track of why you started this in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to ever lose your mission. Yes. You don't exactly. Your mission. Yes. So right now we're going to go ahead and pause for a meditation. Okay. So thank you for being here with us. And I think that you're talking a lot about making sure your cup is full. Yes. If you want to continue to uh, feed other people, that you can't be empty. Yes. And I think that's really important as you try to talk about developing your own self-care routine um, and working out and journaling, how those are things that you do to keep yourself balanced and whole. Yes. And I think the important thing that Black and Green talks about is how you can make sure you use products that support you on that journey. Right. You don't want to use products where you are ingesting toxic things into your body. You want to make sure that you use products that are non-toxic and um, holistic, as you say. And so that you made the choice to intentionally create products that are holistic and healthy for people to use on their bodies. Now we will pause for a moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness. Be in your truth. Be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth. Finding your breath. And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement, and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day, honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. And also you're talking about um, kind of forming your brand outside of just uh, uh, body butters, but the other products that you're creating. So can you kind of tell the stories of why you created other products? So I understand your story of creating the body butter, how it was successful and people wanted it. How did you kind of merge from there? And what were the products that you created? What were the reasons why you created these other products? Okay. Well, I started with um, hair oils after the body butters. And I did that because um, one time I had to make hair oil. I had my hair braided and my hair, you know how it goes. You get your hair braided, your scalp start to itch. (laughs) I was keeping it real. And 
a lot of us will run to the store and get products and it works, but I couldn't find anything in the store that I would want to use. And because I was, no lie, I was in love with Dark and Lovely. They had, um, I forget the name of the scent, but I think it might have been like an almond oil. And it was one of my favorites, but I don't see it on the shelves anymore. <laughs> and so I said, well, make it yourself. And when I made it, my scalp wasn't itching. My hair started to grow because I'm already on a journey to grow my natural hair. So I said, well, you might as well work with some products you make and use it on your hair. And my hair started to grow. I love the scent. I love that because I have dry skin. And I didn't, sometimes when I would spray oils and, and different things from the store, it didn't like help condition the hair or moisturize the scalp. So I wanted to create something that if people buy, they can't say, oh, when I use this, I'm still having issues. And so I started passing the oils out and telling people, hey, try it out. Because I always try to go, hey, try this, see what you like. Let me know what you think. And um, people were saying that, oh, my God, my hair is growing and it's not itching anymore. (laughs) And so I continued on with the hair oils. Oh, that's awesome. I'm always trying to figure out a hair routine. Um, When I was younger, of course, I had a relaxer. And then what I cut my relaxer out and I started going natural. I'm trying to figure out the best practice practice to kind of help yes. my care maintain the length um and something i've been been doing now i'm curious to see what you think about it is right. my hair when it's still wet mm. that's something i didn't notice um but as yes. long as this thing is trying to lock in the moisture so oil your hair when it's still wet so you can lock in that moisture instead of waiting until it's dry you know, yes that <laughs> so that's something new that i just learned and honestly it's been working pretty well Good, good. Yes, that's what you do. There's yeah. so much to learn. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, a friend of mine started me on the natural hair journey. Yes. And the sad part was I reverted back uh, to the creamy crack, I called it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, it takes work. It does. You can't be lazy with your so hair. It takes so much work. I cut all my hair off. So I was like, this is too much. Let me cut that down some more. Yes. It's a lot of work. And back then, I, you know, a few years ago, I was dedicated. Mm-hmm. Then the second time around, I was like, oh, child, you, you need to do something with your hair. Um, you let it go. And I'm glad that I went back to going natural because when I had the perm in my hair, my hair was breaking off so bad. Mm-hmm. And I also think I took advantage of all oh, the hair straight. Ain't much you got to do about it. You know, that kind of mentality. But no, you're damaging your hair and it needs more moisture, you know? Yes. So I went back to going natural. And um, it's been an experience. It's been an experience. I learned a lot about myself going natural. I what do. did you learn? Um, when I first went natural, you know, it was interesting finding out my hair texture. Mm. Because the last time my hair was natural was when I was a little girl. Mm. So to see how my hair formed and how it coiled, it was interesting to me. 
um, sometimes you're like, oh, I know I'm a 4C. You know, I used to say that to myself. And then I would notice on certain aspects of my hair, maybe a 3C. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know? I know some people are confused about knowing what their hair type is. Is there yes. any tips you can provide them to figure out their hair type? Sure. I'm not a pro, but... <laughs> um, for me, saying 4C is when your hair is more kinkier mm-hmm. um, and it's tightly coiled. Mm. 3C, more loosely, but it's still thick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a 3C, 4C. Mm. I thought I was all 4C mm. until my hair was wet and I seen how in the back of my head, it was 3C, but that middle child was definitely a 4C. <laughs> so I had to learn how to handle my hair the correct way. Um, where to put the most attention to. Mm. All of it needs attention, but maybe, okay, in the middle of your head, you need to be more gentle, you know, not rake the blow dryer through your hair harshly. And because you're trying to blow dry your hair or in the back too much, there were things, you know, that I learned and I learned it from, and I will shout her out, um, long hair, don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, that young lady is a teacher yes. and I learned a lot from her still learning, still growing. I always tell people I'm still a student. When it comes to natural hair, um, natural products, still a student. There's always something to learn. But I followed her um, also. I believe her name is Chakor or Chakoria. Korea, I believe her name is. There's a book out, and I used to read it years ago about managing your hair. Do the research. Read the books. It's so important. Um, But, yes, that's how I learned. A little something, something. (laughs) Got it, got it. I think that um, I'm still a student is a good mindset to have about life. Yes. Um, whether it's your hair or whether it's a new journey you're going down, whether it's self-care, whether it's food, whether it's relationships, I think I'm still a student. We never know everything 100%. And so I think it's really important for us to constantly be in that learning mindset that let me look at the situation and figure out what can I learn. Right. I think that's really, really important. And understanding, I know for me with self-care, it's also been making sure I have the right people in my circle. I have my right relationships. And um, has that been something that's important for you and your self-care and making sure you're surrounded by people who are supporting that? Oh, most definitely. Um, I had to learn to remove myself. Yes. Sad to say. (laughs) It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But it was also a heartbreaking thing to do in the beginning. Um, I'll say it in such a way. You're trying to grow as a person. You have to be surrounded by positive people and people that believe in your dream and people that are sometimes going in the direction you're going. Um, Sometimes you're surrounded by people and you feel that, oh, okay, they're 
on the same page, but you start to find out when you're trying to be an entrepreneur or you see a dream of yours that you're pursuing, sometimes you can't take everybody with you on that journey. You want to, but you can't. And how do you know? Well, with certain situations, I noticed that some people just say things to let you know (laughs) Um, that they're not on the same path. If you have a vision and someone kind of acts like that can't be possible, that's something to question in regards to should you share your dreams or your plans with that person because it's already hard to do the work Mm -hmm. you have to wake up every day and push yourself to say I'm an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a writer I'm going to be an actress all of these things that people push for you have to convince yourself every day (laughs) to do these things so in order to convince yourself you can't have someone tell you no that's not going to happen that doesn't help you in any shape or form there are people around you that will be realistic and they'll ask genuine questions like how are you going to go about it do you need help yes that's, that's not an issue at all But if your spirit is telling, and I always tell people, discern in your spirit what you take notice of. Mm. And if that person is not on your side and it's constant, you have to remove yourself from the situation. Yep, you have to trust yourself to be able to make that decision. Oh, yes. And I know it's not easy because you're like, that's my homegirl. You know, that's somebody I grew up with or I was cool with. That's family. Hey, it can be family. And you love your family, but it takes so much energy to fight off negativity. Yes. And you really have to be in the space. I'm a believer in God. Yes. So I go to him and I pray. And I ask for guidance. And it's already, um, you know, people are prone to think negative. I'm even prone to think negative at times. Mm -hmm. So to fight those thoughts, I can't be surrounded by people that are trying to doubt me or you know they grew up with you so they say oh you're just that girl I knew down the street okay that's fine but I believe that God is leading me in a different path exactly you have to trust yourself and trust your judgment and your discernment always discern your discernment will not steer you wrong yes and the thing about it is that you can love someone when it is family. You can yes. love someone and still require space. Yes. It can both be true. Just because exactly. you require space does not mean you don't love them. It's saying, hey, for the moment I am in my life right now, I need space mm-hmm. for you. That doesn't mean I don't like you. That doesn't mean I don't love you. That doesn't mean that yep. one day we're going to come back closer together. But in this current moment right now, I need space. Oh, exactly. It's it's called boundaries. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> it's called boundaries. Do you have anything else you want to share with us before we wrap up this podcast? Uh, just thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'm excited to be a part of Black and Green. Um, I hope that people will visit Marnay's Body Shop. We're online. 
www.marnaybodyshopshop.com. And we have more things coming. We have candles as well, soy wax melts. But we're growing, and I I hope people give us a shot. (laughs) It was so good talking with you. Thank you for joining in with me on this podcast interview. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guest? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.